Hey everyone, welcome back to Legally Teaching Engineer Sports. We're all the way to episode 13. I am Dylan, here with Sam Loga and Maxwell Loga. Welcome back, boys. Way to emphasize the Loga there. Yeah. Got to, you know, we're we're the main stars. (laughs) True that. All the way to episode 13. What's the title today, Sam? Do you remember? Uh, It's uh, College Football Woes or something. Here we go. The title is highs, lows, and college football woes. Our undoubtedly unbiased and obviously objective college football award show. <laughs> Holy mouth. <laughs> really just the first part. All right, little boys, let's get it. Episode 13, college football award show. Here we go. Hall of Fame, baby. No. <laughs> Hall of Fame. Uh, who do we know that used that song in something? Anyone? Anyone have an answer there? Uh, I, I can see it, the hype up for it, but I don't remember what it was. Kalo, he did a, his graduation speech. He quoted, it's like at the part where he goes, you can be a teacher, you can be a priest, <laughs> or whatever, some shit. He, uh, he quoted that. So, yeah. Wow. He's hit. Yeah, something. All right, guys. Episode thirteen, another three-part segment. Uh, we've got or three-segment show. First, we're gonna do the roundtable talk, do some highlights, some different facets of sports in the past week. Uh, then we're gonna do our college football award show. We're gonna have our guest on. Excited for our guest this week. Um, and then we're gonna do some picks to close us out. So uh, let's get into it. What's going on this week, Sam? Anything? Yeah. So honestly, before we start into that, I just want to know. For our, our fans out there, what you guys think of that two-parter? Were you fans? Did you guys like having two different parts to watch of our uh, episodes there? Because, you know, let us know what you think on YouTube and Instagram. Uh, after that, I'm going to hit hard. Happened today. Argentina cake-walked. Yeah. Cake-walked into the finals. Croatia looked tired. Very tired. Yeah, Argent- Argentina was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I did. I only got to watch the first half because we had practice today, but they did look pretty dominant in the first half. I don't know what happened in the second half. I saw they ended up winning three nothing, so they obviously scored in our goal, but they looked really yeah. good. Yeah, so. yeah. Messi took Messi took the Croatian defender to school. Beautiful. How many goals did he end up with? Just the um, one PK, but another assist. So I think he's leading the Golden Boot now. It's between him and Mbappe. Yeah, I think they're tied with five goals, but uh, he has more points. It was a nasty assist. The third goal, Messi. Oh yeah, Sam's right. Took him to, he took him on a dance and showed him who's daddy. Um, I respect that. That was pretty good. <laughs> so yeah, so tomorrow we have Morocco and France. I, I-, I hope Morocco wins. Yeah, uh, but we're probably looking at France. Argentina. Do you guys want to hear something wild? There's a Miss Croatia. She's been to every Croatian soccer game. And the rumor had it, if Croatia would have won, she was going to, like, send out some pictures of herself in the nude. Damn. <laughs> I just dropped that. I saw it today on Barstool. I had to mess forward the message. Uh, I wouldn't have changed. I still wouldn't have rooted for Croatia there. Sorry. I like Croatia, but I want to see Messi. Yeah, I was pretty pissed off when Netherlands lost to Argentina. Not going to lie. 
that was, those that. were both those were all really good games over the weekend they're um croatia doing the croatian things just to skate by against brazil morocco with that crazy 1-0 win over portugal do you yeah. do you guys think like all right so i know it's in the world cup right so that's the biggest stage of soccer but when these guys go to penalty kicks i know they're probably stressed out and like nervous but in my opinion they should score every time unless yeah. they miss like they should score every time there should be no ifs yeah unless the goalie saves their it. job yeah unless yeah. the goalie yeah. guesses correctly yes but for I, them I will say that, unacceptable like henry kane when he had a second pk to tie the game unacceptable. So that- to that point, I don't personally. I don't think he should have shot the second one. His his coach should have had the wherewithal to know. They play together. Him and that goalie are teammates. He got lucky on the first one, and it it should have been somebody else taking that second PK. So I was sitting with dad, and mom at a, a restaurant in Pittsburgh. We had the game on. We were watching. Um, I turned dad right away. Should he should he take it? I said I don't know. Maybe put someone else in. But then I was like, if it's me. Ken Cook's letting me take two in a game. I'm the PK guy. So I don't know. It's his to make. Like Max said, all he changed his mind at the very last second. If he just powers through what he was going to do, he's going to score. He changed yeah, I mean, his mind. He saw, he saw Messi's today. He didn't care that the goalie went that way. Yeah. He just ripped it. Just exactly. Boom. Yeah. Well, we'll see. So before we talk next, we're going to have a World Cup champion. I'm going to go with France. I think France goes back to back. Sam, you're going, we know where you're going. Argentina. Yeah. I'm getting Morocco over France. They're going to pull it out. It could happen. Max, who you got? Uh, I picked France like two weeks ago when we talked about it. Once we got to the round of 16, we had one-on-one. So I'm going to stay with France also. But I agree. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing Morocco shake it up a little bit. But I think France were – France is very good. So Yeah, France is very good. Um, All right, good stuff. Max, what do you got? Uh, I mean – in college football, since the bowl week is upon us, starts this Friday. I was going to talk about the Heisman and how Blake Corum kind of got robbed. I mean, he didn't get robbed. He got hurt, so he didn't even get invited. But I think, ultimately, that's going to fuel his fire for next year. So hopefully he'll be back, which I think he will be. And then, if you didn't hear, the winner was University of South Carolina. Or not South Carolina. USC, Southern California. Their quarterback, Caleb uh, Williams. So. Who? Who who is that again? Oh, I don't even know who that name is. All I know is they lost to somebody twice and <laughs> choked it off. Yeah, so. twice in the district. He painted, he's known Sam for painting his nails. He re, he painted "fuck Utah" on his nails. And anyone got his butt kicked. So how how, is, how does that happen? <laughs> how does he win? Well, his head coach. All he does is coach Heisman winners. He was the former mm-hmm. Oklahoma head coach who Baker Mayfield. Uh, Kyler Murray, little Kyler Murray, your quarterback mm-hmm. in fantasy football. Good showing for you yesterday, by the way. Um, I needed one point. He got me point three before he got hurt. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. I did see that. But yeah, Caleb Williams. Congrats to him, I guess. I mean, yes. Which yeah. Means? Other uh, Army beat Navy, so that's kind of electric and, and overtime. Fun yeah. fact: it was the first time it's been over, like the spread hit the over in thirteen years, I think. So that's yep. also a fun fact, kind of wild. It is wild. And it took overtime for it to get there, but they got there. <laughs> two, I think they both scored on their first plays of overtime, both teams. Or at least one of the first two. That was wild. Yeah. All right. What about you, Don? What you got? I got college basketball. I'll go to college basketball. Um, there we go. Purdue's number one in college basketball. There are seven undefeated teams still remaining. Can you guys name any of them? I just gave one. Kansas. 
No, not even close. UNC. Worse. <laughs> okay. Uh, Arizona. Oh. Nope. All right, we'll just tell you. So it's <laughs> Purdue. Just said it. UConn. UNLV. New Mexico State. Virginia. Utah State. And Mississippi State. Wow. Few teams of college basketball. Yep. Weird. Nice. All right. So UConn's making a comeback this year. I like to yeah. see that. They've got a couple very tall gentlemen up front. Um, they look pretty all right, and they got some shooters. I don't know. We'll see. I, I think it's a college basketball is a tale of two cities when it comes to being played. You know, like you got your dogs, obviously, they're going to get out front early in the year and beat up on teams. But then, like, when March comes around, you could have a different team because you got 18, 19 year olds that finally figure out, like, how to play together. And then it's a whole new ball game. So, yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's a war of nutrition, too, you know? Who's going to be healthy at the end of the year? It's a really long season. College basketball is probably one of the longer college seasons that there is. Yeah, and to win those six straight at the end of March is very, very difficult, so we'll see. Um, Quick little snippet on the NBA. Pistons now maintain the worst record in the NBA, so good for them. That's good stuff. Um, Celtics have the best, and do you guys know who the best record in the West is? Uh, it It's... Uh... It was the Jazz for a while. It's not the Jazz. Nevada. Not an NBA team. <laughs> Who is it? The Pelicans. New Orleans Pelicans. Dang, wow. Wait, they're in the West? Yeah, it's kind of weird. I agree, Sam. They're definitely not really in the West. They're the Southeast, but oh well. Yeah. Okay. All right, Sam, All right. you got anything else? Uh, Honestly, no. It's a pretty slow week. Um, I'm trying to keep my eyes on the sport and events going on, you know, hockey here and CA there. Don't watch the NBA, obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nothing real. <laughs> yeah. Max, you got anything? I mean, no, I just saw like Celtics. They just lost two in a row. People are panicking up in Boston, but I got hockey news. Uh, the Red Wings are battling for that second wildcard spot. So that's kind of sweet. They just keep fluctuating with the Islanders and I want to say the Rangers. They just keep going back and forth between those three. So that's kind of sweet. Um, uh, and then uh, the Bruins, they snapped their home winning streak. It was at like 12, 13 games, which is the longest in the NHL and it just got snapped. So that kind of stinks, but also it was cool. And then Ovi, yeah. he just tied or he just took past Gordie Howe for uh most career something goals. goals, but it's like home goals. It's not total goals. Yeah, you're right. It's home goals. Something weird. Yeah. He's just behind uh Gretzky now, right? Maybe. Yep. 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 So he's closing in, which I don't think he could. I don't think he's, don't quote me on this, but I don't think he's close enough for this year. So if he comes no, back, he's like year, 99 away. Yeah. So he would need oh, like two, uh, three years to go. But yeah. All right. Who's going to win the NHL or who's going to win the Stanley Cup right now, Max? Uh, gonna, New Jersey Devils. I like it. Ooh. They did go on what, like 15 straight, 15 game winning streak or something? Yeah. Like that? They're a, a wagon right now. Yep. They've got a, at least one former Wolverine. Maybe not even though he's not a Wolverine. It's a brother of a Wolverine. But that brother, if he made the Michigan gets knocked out early this year in the NCAA hockey tournament, if they don't even make it, he could leave and go play for the Devils. Oh, as well? Are, yes. So he's been oh. drafted by the Devils. I didn't know that. That'd so be kind of cool. brother. That's they have the Hughes brothers together, yeah, if, if they make the playoffs and stuff like that happens. So. I like it. Um. All right, one more thing for me. Uh, Brittany Griner. She's back. 
Great topic. Yeah, I saw that she uh her first touch of the ball dunk back on the court. Yeah. Good job, Biden. Nice. All right. Moving on from there. <laughs> All right. Um, we will uh head to our first sponsor, Max. Um, and then we'll get our guest on. All right. Shout out to this new sponsor, the Toller House Daycare in Taos, Michigan. Need a place for your cute little critters to crawl around or your neat newborns to nap during the day? Look no further than the Tyler House of Taos. Give Miss Erica a call today at 989-305-7658. That was 989-305-7658. Or visit the Tyler House Daycare Facebook page to reserve your spot. The Tyler House Daycare of Taos formerly formalizing the foundation of Iosco County's future. Nice. Nailed that, Max. Thank so, yeah, you. That was a mouthful. Uh, it was a mouthful. I, yeah. It's a new tagline for Erica. Feel free to use that, Erica, on your social media. I came up with that. <laughs> formalizing the youth of Iosco County. Right. Yeah. All right. So it looks like our uh, guest just popped on. But before we introduce who our guest is, I have a song for him. And I think he might know what it is. Welcome, so, Bjax. Welcome. Yeah, you and uh, you and Travis used to sing that every time my mom called if I was over at your place. So definitely <laughs> familiar with that one. Your mom back in Indiana. <laughs> yeah. Ohio, according to Travis. So. Uh, tomato, tomato. They both smell. So, Brandon, welcome to the show. You've been uh, making picks online. Uh, people have started to think you were not a real person, so I'm glad you're actually here on on the actual show, uh, your face and all. So, happy to have you. Yeah, happy to be on. here. Only took about, you know, 50 mentions, call-outs, invites, you know, to get hey, me on, but I'm here. We're persistent here. We're persistent. Yeah. We are, and we also understand... Uh, being a father to none of us are a father of one or two but we understand it t- it comes with some uh challenges so thanks for taking the time to be here no problem all right so brandon's here for our undoubtedly unbiased and obviously objective college football award show you might notice if you're watching on youtube blazers sam well sam didn't get the memo but blazers are being worn we've got the champagne of beer to celebrate. Was we, that we're here. So we're going to get right into it. So uh, just before that. All right, let's get it going. The first award will be presented by Max Loga. All right, nice. So I decided to come up with the award for the best college game day sign. So if you don't know, college game day airs every Saturday morning. When we did our like third or fourth episode, I said that was one of the best traditions out there. Waking up, having a Bloody Mary, watch college game day on a Saturday. You can't really beat it. So I found this sign and I thought it was hilarious. It occurred during the Alabama-Tennessee game. It said, Alabama, where Ancestry.com is the same as eHarmony. And I thought that was pretty good, and it means that they date their cousins, family members, and 
one of all. So I thought that was a pretty good one from a Tennessee fan over there. That is a great one. But, so shout out to our our Tennessee fans hosting Alabama. Yes. Excellent. Great. Loved it. That yep. was perfect. Thank you, Max. Uh, shout out to Tennessee fans. We'll get you your, your certificate in the mail soon. Uh, hopefully they comment to let us know where to mail that to. <laughs> the second award will be handed out by Dylan Loga. I actually prepared my, so my ballots, the media, we had our media send them in. So I have mine in ballots. So Dang, the first one. That's reading, official. Yeah. The first one I have is worst team. So the worst team in division one FBS college football this year. Ooh. Voted that's on rough. by the media. Uh, voted that's on by rough. the media. Yeah. It's remember it's objectively. Yeah, it's objective and unbiased. So it's the Minutemen of UMass. Congratulations, Minutemen of UMass. You are the absolute worst team in college football this year. Not only wow. did you score the least amount of points in all of college football, you had the absolute garbage worst offense. You had one win. Nobody had zero. You had one. Congratulations, the Minutemen. In a close <laughs> second, the Northwestern Wildcats. No wins in the United States of America this year. One win in Ireland. That so, is, I, go ahead, Max. That is wild. That you didn't you see UMass play last year? Wow. Their field is a glorified high school field. Nice. Yes, they have a good hockey program. But congratulations, UMass. We'll get your certificate probably to the athletic director. <laughs> All right. Award number three will be presented by our guest speaker. Our guest, Mr. Brandon Jackson. All right. So I had uh, missed the most disappointing team. And uh, really when I heard that, about three teams kind of popped up in my head. So I, I kind of have a honor, two honorable mentions for this one. So the first one, traditional powerhouse, usually wins their conference every single year and just flat out dropped the ball this year. And that's Oklahoma. Oh, yep. So... Just had to scrap for every bit to get to six and six this year, which is pretty insane to say for that school. I mean, that's yeah, that was cream of the crop, bad. six and six. That's that's rough. Um, another one that was hyped up all off season was supposed to be on par with um, the USC move was Miami, the Hurricanes. I mean, new coach Cristobal was supposed to come over from Oregon. Was supposed to reinvent everything, bring a strong offensive defensive line. They stole Josh Gaddis, um, Michigan assistant yep. of the, of the year last year. He was supposed to bring the offense. They were supposed to be a powerhouse and get Miami back and nope, five and seven. Yeah, they're back. But yep. the, the most disappointing team has to go to Texas A&M. Yep. Yep. They've been stacking number one recruiting classes year upon year upon year, and it translated to five and seven. Congrats. Yeah, congratulations. We'll give him a cheer first. Hold on. Congrats, Aggies. And they pay their coach a boatload of money. Right. Stupid amount of money. Jumbo is right. He could just – I. that's just an absurd amount of money for him. Yeah. yeah. I, they were – Definitely ranked in the top 10, if not even the top five. They might have been, they were top eight. They were up there. And um, so, yeah, disappointing. Um, I'm going to throw an honor mention there because you didn't. Uh, Mel Tucker, congratulations, my guy. Very disappointing year for you too, man. All right, moving on. 
who would like to present next? I think we have to go to Sam. Sam, yeah, your yeah. first word, my guy. We can go to we can go to me. So my topic, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with one that you know some might see as questionable, but we're gonna go with the most irritating college mascot. Ooh. So the mascot that you just hate the most, either it just doesn't make sense, they're stupid looking, or whatever. I'm gonna go with the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Ooh. All they do is put a dude in a green suit and send him out there. He's a leprechaun. Like, yeah. It lame. Also, super annoying too. Anytime you see him on the sidelines, he's just annoying. <laughs> I get behind that. That is that's a good one. Does he have a name? Do we know if he has a name? No idea. I didn't bother to look it up. That's how annoying he is. I didn't want to see him anymore. Well, remember, this is unbiased, and the media. Uh, this is all voted on. You know, we're just giving results here. But congratulations to you, the little leprechaun man. <laughs> Going off of that, piggybacking off Stanford. You ever see that thing? That tree, <laughs> you can see inside the mascot. Yeah, you can see that is that is just stupid. That is another one up there that is just stupid. <laughs> yeah, and there's the Stanford Cardinal. Yeah, the card the Cardinals, but the, the tree. Yeah, it's stupid. That one's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going right back to you, Sam. Give us your second. So your second, our fifth. All right. So for my second, we're gonna go with the best run in for a team. It's like uh, introduction, right? Yeah, introduction, the way they get on the field, you know, fireworks, smoke, hype song, that sort of thing. So I had two pretty close here. Obviously, Michigan's run in and jump up, slap the banner. That's great. Um, I know a lot of people love doing that. And then right next to it is Clemson's straight down a hill. Is You just, the vibe as you enter into the lower part of that stadium, love watching that on the screen. Um, so those two are right neck and neck there on the voting. And I would say that I believe Michigan would take that one home for the best wow. run. All right, go blue. So Michigan, best introduction run in. I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna go say I. I'm just gonna go off this because one time we were watching Clemson. This is a question for everybody: How do they get up onto the top of that hill? They boss them. They ride a bus. Isn't it? Yeah. So you're getting ready to go play a college football game against your arch rival. Let me hop on the bus. Who am I sitting next to today? Where's my bus, buddy? In your full yeah. yeah. They take pads. three different buses, Max. They have oh. one for offense, one for defense, one for special teams. Oh, oh my god! And the coach to like hops in the front. <laughs> See, like that would just be I don't know. That's maximum effort know. for a maximum run into, so it yeah. works. It's yeah. weird. I'm always rooting for him down to fall down. Um, <laughs> but remember, this is unbiased and objective. So, all right, we will head to award number six. Brandon Jackson, back to you. All right, so this one's best game of the year. Um, personally, my best game of the year is every game that Michigan wins, which is all of them this year. So I uh, just had to point that out. Again, unbiased. Um, but as a fan, the ones I watched, I think I got to give this one to Alabama versus Tennessee. That one had a ton of scoring. The hype was there and just kind of delivered. And Alabama lost on a blocked field goal that, trickled through that was just a, a great game i agree i agree yeah. so cheers to bama i guess i guess bama and tennessee on a great game yeah that was an awesome game that was a really really good game i remember watching that one and at the same time it was a really good game between like tcu and uh, like oklahoma state but that one you definitely were eyes glued on that that was amazing um so yeah great pick brandon i love that 
I'm going to piggyback with my second award. Um, so that is, I had the, let me check my notes here. So I had the best celebration. Um, there were some really good ones this year. Uh, we had App State over Texas A&M. I don't know if you guys saw the videos, but the fans like met in downtown, um, whatever that dump hole city is in North Carolina. I want to say it's, Boone. It's Boone. It Boone and, and, and downtown. It's rather gorgeous. <laughs> it's gorgeous, not dump hole. Thank you, Sam. North Carolina is not a dump hole state. Um, so that was cool. And then another great celebration was, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Texas Tech being Texas, form, fans stormed the field and Dana Beers. Horns down to the Texas mascot and cheerleaders, loved it. Um, but I'm with Brandon. Best celebration went to Tennessee over Alabama. They literally took the uh, field goal post out of the stadium, threw them in the river. I didn't even need to open the ballot, but congratulations to the Tennessee fans for that one. That was awesome. That was that. That's electric because the video. Did you see the video of the school president in his suite after he won, and he's sparking up a cigar, yes. and he's in the suite, and they're like, "Oh, aren't you like upset about the field goal post getting down or something like that?" And he's like, "Hell no, it's gonna be an every year occurrence. I'll buy new ones." Love it. Yeah, I yeah, asked Christine if I like, could light up a cigar to like mimic that, and she's like, "No way." <laughs> yeah, and then Tennessee go goes out and starts a GoFundMe and starts actually making money. To pay for the upright, like what? I think, they, I think it was a charity thing, but yeah, it was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we each have, I believe, now at this point, we each have one left. So Max, we'll let you uh, kick off the last round here. Yeah. All right. So mine, uh, I was tasked with getting the votes for the best catch of the year. So this was a fun one, actually, to go look out and find. Um, Oklahoma. Brandon mentioned Oklahoma. They didn't have much going for them this year, but they are going to achieve this award. Marvin Mims had one of the best catches you'll ever see. It was against Texas Tech in the last week of the season. He was in double man coverage, went up. If I could play the video, I could, but I can't. I don't know how. Can you replicate what he did? Can you? Yeah, so we had a defender going up, hands like this. Yep. Went behind him, caught it on his back, and came down with it. Used one hand. All right, that was pretty good acting, and I can see it. (laughs) <laughs> it was quite impressive and if you want to google it after this episode just google marvin mims versus texas tech and it'll come right up mims m-i-m-s mims perfect congratulations marvin mims on the greatest catch of the year good pick i do remember seeing it it was it was one of those i think it was like southern miss or something like 10 years ago when he caught the ball on the back you said it was double coverage so that enhances it so that's pretty good um all right, we will send this over to Sam. Let's hear your last award. Yeah, you know, yeah, I picked by it most of the year, so I'm happy to announce the winner of it, and that's going to be the best college uniforms throughout the year. Obviously, I really feel like this wasn't even close. Oregon, leagues above everybody else, standout ones were their pink uniforms. Those were fantastic for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. But Oregon just kills it every year. So that was a landslide win for Oregon right there. You're going to even rival the Army-Navy ones that they just had. Yeah, they were good, but they looked better in pictures and not as good on the field. See, Oregon knows how to make them look good while playing. Not gonna lie, I did key. like the, the blacked out with pink accents. That was pretty sweet. So I, I do agree. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good pick. It's hard to not pick them. Yeah, I think um, they could win that about every year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so too. 
Uh, they have 77 different uniform combinations, so hard to hard to not believe they have the best unis. So good pick, Sam. Or unbiased and objective, but good pick, good pick. All right, we will then head to Mr. Brandon Jackson's. Here, your last award. All right, so last one I had was most overachieving team. So uh, again, kind of had three teams that jumped out immediately. Two honorable mentions. First one has been mentioned a couple times today. Tennessee, at, at you know, at any time before the year, based on how those how they've been, you know, in the past, you would never. If I would have told you they were going to be ranked number one at some point this season. You thought I was crazy. They blow Absolutely. they blow big games every year. They're they're one of those teams that's usually hyped up and they don't deliver. But this this year they they almost delivered. I mean they if Hendon Hooker doesn't get hurt, which Heisman snub, you know. Yep. With Blake Warren, I agree. Yeah, both of those two belonged over Bennett and pick one. But uh <laughs> but yeah, that's uh first honorable mention. The other one, USC. I mean that's a quick turnaround. I mean, we, we, everybody thought that was going to be the case, but to only lose one game, I mean, or two games, right? Yep. Plus two. Same team twice. Yeah. Yep. So to make the championship, I'm, I mean, they, they've not been very good for a long time. That, that was pretty impressive by them. Uh, I think if Caleb doesn't get hurt, maybe that championship game's a little different, of course, but I agree. Um, and, but the, you got to go with TCU for the most overachieving team this year. I mean, if, if your starting quarterback gets hurt, you know, before the season or game one and you ride it with a backup who almost wins the Heisman and you make it into the college football playoff over Alabama and, you know, other, other teams, it's gotta be TCU. Nope. That's a good pick. I agree. The Horn Frogs will get their ass kicked. Um, in about two and a half weeks, but yeah, congratulations on being the most overachieving team by the unbiased picks uh, from the LTES podcast. Congratulations, TCU. We'll get that certificate mailed out. Um, all right, I'll wrap us up here. I have the biggest moment of the year once again, piggybacking off of Brad, Brandon Jackson. I don't know what it is, like we have a something, some mind thing going on. I don't know, but um, here it is the biggest moment of the year in a span of about nine minutes. TCU hit a walk off field goal win over Baylor, and then about seven minutes and 58 seconds later, uh, Jake Moody kicked a field goal to beat Illinois. Uh, the biggest moment in college football this year right there. Uh, two different games, but the biggest time frame, for sure, easily, without a doubt. So shout uh, congratulations, TCU and Michigan, with those awards. Um, so with that, that's the, end of, that's the wrap up of our awards uh, show for the show. I mean, we're going to obviously finish with our picks. But uh, cheers to you, college football. I love college football. We still have our bowls, um, but we're going to miss the college football regular season. So cheers to you, college football. Cheers yeah. to college football. What a ride it was. What a ride. Great season. Yep. How many games did Michigan lose this year, Max? Uh, zero. That's as Brandon said, correct. All right, so congrats to our winners. And it says no time for losers, but we gave some losers awards. We can't say that. <laughs> All right. Moving on to our picks. Before we get to our picks, Sam, you have a sponsor. Go ahead and give a quick uh, shout out to your sponsor. I do. Back again this week, we have Stay Dreaming Designs. Once again, Max, flash your shirt. Look at this product, guys. We can do things like this for you. Use code STAYDREAMING. 
one for 10% off your first purchase. Uh, it's a great local family owned small business to support local this holiday season. Quick turnaround and free shipping. Our website, just Google Stay Dreaming Designs. You'll find us. Love it. Is Amazon local? It can be. Small nice. sellers can sell on Amazon. I think about everything off of Amazon this year. So I supported local. Shout out to me. Um, all right. Moving on to the picks. Uh, last week, Sam, you ventured a little too far. You became an alpha miner. You went two and three. I went two and three as well. We both sit sub 500. Max, you are above 500. You went two and two last week. Brandon, we're going to get some picks going. You've been off for a couple weeks. It's all right. You can get back to 500, hopefully. Um, Tyler, say goodbye. You're never coming back. 0 and 4. You rolled that Vikings um, jocks pretty hard and that bit him in the butt. Told him Jackson, not to. You know, two and one. He's, he's welcome back. You know, you know what's funny? Uh, Tyler came over to my house to watch football on Sunday. He had his picks on his phone, and that was the only thing he was caring about. He's like, I got to do good. I got to be back on the podcast. And I was like, yeah, well, how'd that work <laughs> oh, out for you? Tyler. Yep. All right. Well, here's my new motto when it comes to picking games here. Here we go. Running down that dream. Huh. It's time to hit a big one time. It's all before we start. Me, though. Before we start these picks, one last fun fact for the college football season. So on Instagram, follow us if you guys don't. We put up polls every week who whose picks you're gonna run with. And our fans vote it the most with Max. Well, every as they week. should, dude. Yeah, as as the record. Yeah. Don't yeah, vote. They me. were smart. Also, Dylan, Dylan and I are tied. Another so. fun fact. Our sister downloaded FanDuel and she hit a seven game NFL parlay by not following anything we said. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Olivia for that. Ooh. All right. Moving to the locks. Um, Brandon, let's hear your NFL picks. Yeah, I only did NFL picks. I didn't that do works. any bowls, but uh, the first one I got is uh, give me the Raiders plus one against the Pats. Um, if anybody knows how to beat a Josh or a Bill Belichick, defense it's got to be josh mcdaniels staring it for you know 10 plus years so uh they need a bounce back game because that that comeback win the baker was just dreadful you can't you can't let a guy that's been in the building for you know two hours come beat you on a drive all you had to do was play man with some zone backing and watch the miscommunication with his receivers happen so I i don't know how you let that happen so uh am i doing both yep let's hear another one Okay, so the other one is the team you just uh, – the Lions just took a dump on. Uh, I'm taking the Vikings minus four against uh, the Colts. Yeah, but the At Colts home, suck, bounce so. back game. You got an ESPN coach. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Just Saturday. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, all right, I'm going to go next. I'm kind of doing the same thing. You kind of just picked against a shit team, Jag, or uh, Colts. I'm going against the Jaguars. I know the Jaguars just beat Titans. I don't know how good the Titans are. I'm going Cowboys minus four and a half at Jacksonville. Um, Cowboys just had a scare. I think they come out and thump the Jaguars next week. My second one, Thursday night game, 49ers minus three and a half at Seahawks. Big game for Lions fans because you kind of need Seahawks to lose a couple more still. Um, so go 49ers. Those are mine. Max, let's hear yours. Uh, so I'm going to pick, I'm going to go with the Saints, uh, minus four at home over the Falcons. That's kind of 
bad versus bad, but I'm going to pick the Saints because my girlfriend, she's a Saints fan, so we're going to ride there. And then shout out to Lexi and, because I met her sister too this weekend, so shout out to her sister too. Shout out to Lexi in Taiwan. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, so then I'm going to ride with the Eagles. It's kind of a big spread. It's minus nine. But to play in the Bears, and it's in Chicago, and the Bears aren't very good, and the Eagles are a juggernaut. Agreed. So I'm going to ride with that because Justin Fields is not very good, and Jalen Hurts is very good. So, All right, I love it. Sam, on to you. I know we're going with one of these, but forward down the field, baby. Let's hear it. Yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta run it, run it back. They they doing work for me right now, and I'm doing work for them ever since I started on this endeavor. So we're yeah. gonna take the Lions over the Jets again this weekend. Keep it up, make the playoffs. Let's get it. They are actually then, a favorite at minus one. Pat, I love it. You know, huge fan. And then we're gonna follow. I was gonna take the Cardinals, except for you know, sad news. So we're gonna go ahead and flip that. We're gonna take the Dolphins over the Bills. All right, I love it. That's a plus seven and a half. You're gonna get seven and a half again at the at the Buffalo Bills. I like it. Yep. All right, good picks. We'll see how that ends up. Sam will post the polls. We'll see if Max continues to be ridden on by the fans. Um, I love it. Uh, before we get out of here, we're gonna do one sponsor, and so stay on, Brandon, and we'll do a little thank you, and we'll get out of here. Or it's not really sponsored, but remember, guys, it's our uh, challenge bowl mania contest through ESPN. All you have to do to get in is to be subscribed on YouTube. Make sure you're publicly subscribed so Sam can see it. We can confirm it because if you're not subscribed, we got to kick you out. We're not going to allow it. Um, it's confidence. So you pick your teams one through th- or the games, one through 43, I think. Mm-hmm. If you're most confident in Michigan beating TCU, put it as 43 or 42. If you're least confident in that, put it as one. Um, if you beat Max Samurai, you're going to have a cash prize. Sam says he's going to throw $5. Max says he's going to throw $4. They talked me off the ledge. I'm going to throw $60. Quick, Max, 60 plus 4 plus 5. What is that? 71. 69. Come on, Max. It's 69. <laughs> All right. So make sure you get in the Capital uh, or the cha- the College Bowl Mania Challenge. Um, it's online, and we're uh, looking forward to competing in that throughout December. All right. That's all for Episode 13. Thank you, Mr. Brandon Jackson, for being here. We super appreciate it. No problem. Hey, yeah, one, one quick thing. What I end up in the picks? Right now you're at 14 and 16. Yikes. And oh, it's because I had those pushes. Yep. Yep. This 14. is a big week for you, Brandon. This yep. even. Gotta finish climb, even. Climb back to 500. All yeah. right. That's uh it for episode 13 of Legally Teaching Engineer Sports. Highs, lows, and college football woes. I do have a quote. It's actually comes from Mike Leach. R.I.P. to Mike Leach. Uh he passed sadly passed away last night via a heart attack complication. Um there's nothing balanced about the 50% run, 50% pass attack, because that's 50% stupid. Mike Leach likes to air it out, and I love that. So that's all for us. What's our POV, Max? PVO. All right, we're going to let this song play out in honor of Mike Leach.